When we're the boss and we're in charge of leading, motivating, inspiring, directing, and holding accountability with our teams, how much personal information about us should our teams know? Thanks so much for joining me today on Business Mindset Mastery. That's the conversation we're diving into. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at Heather Gray Consulting. And today's listener question really tackles an important topic that I think if you're hiring a team, if you're leading a team, at some point in time, you're going to have to consider yourself. And that's the idea of when you have something going on, with you when you have something in your personal life that's interrupting your work day or just sort of creating a distraction in your life, how much of your business should your team know? What do you owe them? What gets to be kept private? And do you have a responsibility in a way as their leader to protect them from things that might not be theirs to hold? I think that this can be a tricky slope. So let's dive into today's listener question, and I'll find you on the other side. Heather, I'm wondering if you can help me with something. I own my own business and have a team of four people. I have two full-time people who work on the team and are local to me. We have two part-time team members who work virtually with us. Recently, I've been having significant health problems that have led to multiple doctor's appointments. I am also on a medication that makes me tire so easily I can get worn out in a 60-minute team call. I haven't told my team about my struggles, but I fear it's going to start to become apparent, and I'm trying to get ahead of it. How much do I tell them? How much should I share? At my last job, I never knew anything about my boss or what was going on with her, but now with our small crew, it feels different, and telling my guys what's going on feels like the right thing to do. I just don't trust my gut on this, though, and was hoping you could walk me through what I should consider and how much you think they should know. Okay, so you're going to hate this answer, but the reality is, is that it's a personal choice that, you know, I I think you have to think a little bit about your relationship with your team and the, the dynamic of your team and the way your team functions and use your personal information and your own awareness about your team to think about what they need to know. Because here's the thing, you're not trusting your gut because you have created some sort of story that there's a rule book about such things and that every other business owner has read this book and they know the rules, but you just somehow miss that day in class and you're without the notes, right? So what I really want you to start thinking about is if you weren't in this imminent health crisis, if you had thought of this ahead of time, and by the way, business owners who are listening to this episode, if you haven't decided this for yourself, you absolutely should do this before you need to make a decision. But if you weren't with your back against the wall, managing you know fatigue and exhaustion and complicated health things that are interrupting your work day, and you were just kind of thinking about the boss you wanted to be, when you were starting to hire team members, when you were 
picking these specific team members to join you, what kind of boss did you want to be? Is your, you know, sort of way of moving through the world one where you are a sharer and people do know, but suddenly because this is, you know, quote unquote, bad news or might be distressing news, you've somehow created some sort of exception to it. But I want you to get out of the reaction stage as much as possible. If you were outside of this and this hadn't yet happened, how much do you would your personal preference be for your team to know? Because if you're usually pretty buttoned up and guarded, then you're going to be pretty up buttoned up and guarded about this and you're not going to want to be open. So I want you to think about what's your own self-awareness when you've had a bad day in the past, when you've had a headache, how much have you shared in the past? And I would use your own self-awareness about yourself to be your guide because the reality is, is as soon as you open the door, to this conversation with your team and you talk to them about it and you give them the information, you, it's going to be a little out of your control then. You might have to be fielding their questions. You might have to manage their concerns and you want to get ahead of it by making sure you are being consistent with yourself. Now, here's the reality. I don't know at your last job, you mentioned your last boss and how you didn't know anything going on with your last boss and their personal life. But I don't know how many steps existed between you and your last boss, how many positions, how many, like if there was another right-hand person for your boss or if you were your boss's right hand. But I do think that this situation requires you to apply what you know about your business. Because if you're if you see yourself going down, right? Like if you're just like, oh, God, I'm going to like, she's going to blow, like I'm going to like crash and burn, then you want to make sure your business is set up for an absence. If you feel as though like you might be taking a time off a week, a day, a couple of weeks or something significantly longer, you've got to get your ducks in a row, my friend. You have to get your business ready and your team is likely going to need to know something. But before you can decide that, you have to know where you land if you want them to know the the sort of specific symptoms you're managing, the name of the disease you're managing, if it is in fact a disease and not, you know, just sort of a health complication. But you want to get a sense of how much as a person is your natural inclination. Because the last thing I want you to do if you're usually somebody buttoned up is to like become an oversharer and say, well, actually, I've been diagnosed with this and it requires this kind of test and it requires this hospitalization and it requires this, I don't want you, before you even have this conversation, going outside your comfort zone. Likewise, if you are someone who tends to tell people things, if you had a fight with your husband and your, you know, somebody on your team knows that that's how your night went last night, I'm not going to restrict you and suddenly say, nobody can know about this. You need to be professional because you as your own leader of your own company, you need to direct that because this is going to be a lot and you will set yourself up for success if you're consistent with yourself because the flip side of it is is you are managing confusion or the reaction you know one of the things you've heard me talk about this on the show before is in 2015 when my husband was sick I didn't tell anybody um 
I didn't tell any of my clients, but I was randomly canceling appointments. I was telling people that I couldn't guarantee them when their next appointment would be because I might need to be called out of work, that my schedule required flexibility and all kinds of things. And as a result, my clients thought that I was the one who was sick and they were all secretly worried that I had cancer and I needed to end up having all of these different individual heart conversations because I, you know, I was too buttoned up about it. So One of the things that I want you to think about is what is your instinct? And I know you ended this letter with the the fact that you don't trust your gut, but what I think you're not trusting is yourself as a leader. So what I want you to do is recognize that your gut is tied to your self-awareness. So if you can know how you move through the world, what your natural instinct and inclination is, and you pay attention to that, then I think it sets you up for success. Because then the next stage is what is your business need? in order to be able to carry this because you might need your team members to increase their hours. You might need responsibilities to shift. You might need to be changing delegation. And you know enough about that to know that you can't just randomly start assigning new tasks to people or switching things around without an explanation. How much of the explanation you give is going to be up to you because you can say, hey guys, I don't want you to worry. I don't need to cause a freak out here, but I need you to know that I'm managing some troubling health situations in recent weeks. It's required some doctor's appointments. It's put, you know, I'm taking a medication that makes me a little bit sleepy. I'm taking care of myself. I'm listening to my doctors, but I think that we're going to need to change the structure of the team. Like you want to be able to tell your team what you need them to know and what you want them to think so that they can perform effectively for you so that they can, you know, carry the load, fill in the gaps and maintain the health of your business while you're maintaining the health of yourself. And, you know, how much detail you give and how little detail you give is wholly up to you. You get to say, listen, I need to be out unexpectedly for a couple of days. I know that this might be, you know, pretty abrupt for you. And I know you might wish for more detail, but right now that's all I feel comfortable saying. Like you get to decide all of that. And then the next thing that I would, it allows you to do is create an inventory for yourself of who's available to help. So if you, you let them know that you might need a couple of days off or you might, you know, you can't do XYZ tasks for the business because it's just too exhausting, then you can see like where people can fill in the gaps and say, can we have an honest conversation about how much extra time you have or how much more you're willing to do? Because you may just need to hire somebody to do like, you know, random business tasks or something. You will, you know, be able to take care of your body and your health if you know your business is set. And then the more you can decide ahead of time, the more you're set up for success. And the good news here is that even if you don't need all of the things you put in place, your business now has a plan and a strategy should you ever be called away. Should there ever be a family emergency or something that call, you know, sort of calls you away from your business. But what you're trying to avoid and what I'm also really hearing in your question here is like, are you a burden to your team? Are you breaking the rules as a boss with your team? Are you, you know, all of that. And, you know, here's the thing that I'll I'll tell you and I'll share with you is that, you know, at the beginning of the episode, I shared with you how I was, a, when I was a therapist, I didn't tell my clients. But the first major disclosure I didn't make was um, when my husband first got hurt. Those of you who haven't been 
been listening to the show or don't know the story, um, he suffered a spinal cord injury two years into our dating relationship. I got promoted to program director on a Monday and he had his accident that Friday. And so when I was arranging the transfer of, you know, from my old position to my new position and managing the promotion, my supervisor said to me that my team members couldn't know that this was going on, that they understood that this was going to be really disruptive to my personal life. They understood if I no longer wanted the position, but that if I chose to keep the position that I couldn't tell my team. And I I have to tell you that one of the things about that I understood, like, I I don't speak here on the podcast and tell you like, oh, they were so wholly unsupportive. They didn't have my back. I don't think that at all. The team that I had inherited, like most of the leadership had either been fired or quit. A lot of the senior staff members had moved on in all of the transition. It was a really cracked, broken, fragile team that I joined. And if they came, you know, met me on day one and learned that my boyfriend of two years was in the hospital, then they might not think that I had their back and they might not think that I was ready and capable and able to help rescue them if I was in the middle of rescuing myself. But here's the thing, because I couldn't tell anybody, nobody knew why I was leaving every single day on the dot at five o'clock, why I never was willing to stay late. And I always came early because I was rushing to the hospital. And without that information, I later learned because once the dust settled and everything and people start, you know, and I was there for a while, they figured it out and the story came out. You know, so many of them said like, oh my God, like that makes so much sense because you would come in and you would do your job and, it, you know, and people described me as militant um, and they're like, you weren't at all like that because most of the people had known me before from my previous position and suddenly you were just coming in and you were really stern and we didn't, you know, we didn't understand why you changed when you got promoted. And it was this idea that because they didn't know what I was managing and they didn't know my story, they created a story of their own. So one of the things that as I look back on that, um, I would have done that differently. I understand why I was given the directive, but I also would not have taken the position if I wasn't willing to manage and hold both. And what I wish I had done is tell my team exactly that. To say, you know what? For 10 years, I have been climbing the ladder of this agency because I wanted to be a program director. When I saw this program crumbling, I knew I wanted to help and I knew I could be the person to save it. And I was so incredibly proud and excited and grateful for the opportunity when I got the promotion for this team. What you don't know is that life has a weird way of working itself out. And four days after my promotion, my boyfriend was hurt in an accident and he's currently in the hospital managing a spinal cord injury. I want you to know that my team and my supervisors gave me the option to not continue with this position, to take some time off. I need you to know that I really want to be here, that I really want this position, that I believe my life is going to exist after this crisis, and that this is a position that I want in my life 
after this crisis. So I want you to know unequivocally without a doubt that while I am here or while I am assigned to be on call, I have your back because I know that there's a team of doctors and nurses taking care of my boyfriend. So I am taking care of you. But when I check out, I need you to know that I'll be checking out. And this is why. I wish I had done that because that's what you hear me say on the show all the time, right? Tell people what you want them to think. Tell them what you want them to know so that they don't go and create a story themselves. And then that's where you end and they begin and you can't control what they do next with that story. All you can control is your narrative. And I would encourage you to think about that for a second. Like if you take a moment and you don't go into panic mode of going, oh my God, my team needs to know my personal information or, oh my God, this kind of medical thing is a little embarrassing and slightly gross and I don't want them to know about that or think about me in that way or whatever your story is. Get still, leave it off to the side. And what do you want your team to know? What do you want them to think? And what do you specifically need their help and support with? If you plan it out, you will be able to control the narrative because not saying something is already not working because it's creating a distraction for you. You're worried about what they think. You're worried about how they'll perceive. You're worried about whether or not you're being a good boss. So rather than allowing an additional distraction to take up space when you're already managing an interruption in your life, I would tell your team what you want them to think and recognize and know there's no right answer to this. There's no, um, you know, there's no, there's no right, there's no rule book, guys. There's no, everybody else knows, all the good bosses know, and you're the only one who doesn't know. There's no such thing as that. You get to write your own rules. That's what we're doing this for. And you might decide at times that the pendulum has swung too far and that you gave too much information or you didn't give enough. And so, so much of this is being willing to adjust on the fly, being willing to recognize like when you overstepped or when you understepped and be willing to do it next time. Because the other thing you're doing is you're mentoring and you're role modeling for your team how to lead. And that is a work in progress. It's not like you learn all these leadership skills and, you know, sitting on the couch at home or in an online course or something. And then you go as a finished product with your team, you figure out who you are as a leader by leading. So instead of saying, I don't trust my gut, I'm not good at this. I don't know the answer. I would change that story. I would get clear on what you want them to think. And then I would let the rest of it take care of itself. And I would trust your team because you pick them for a reason. You chose them for a reason. And I'm sure they're going to want to have your back. And you know, I want to have your back too. I'm so glad you reached out to me. Thanks so much for your help and support. And if you have a question, you know, in response to this or something comes up, I really do invite you to write back and we'll keep the conversation going on the show or anyone else who has a leadership question about managing their teams, offering accountability, implementing structure or anything like that. I would gladly help you and bring the conversation onto the show too. Thank you so much for today. Y'all can find me over at Heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thanks for today. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.